Welcome to The Stylist Diaries. The Stylist Diaries is your source for hair, beauty, branding, and everything in between. I'm your host, Heather DeKline, a licensed hairstylist and makeup artist in Calgary, Alberta, with a passion for sharing stories and collaboration. Now, let's take a look inside The Stylist Diaries. Welcome to The Stylist Diaries, episode 22. I'm so excited to bring you today's guest, Magella Reynolds of Barrel Hair Company. Magella is a talented stylist of 14 years. She is known for her amazing hair tutorials and videos, and she has a special flair for bridal styling. Today, Magella and I sit down and have a chat about her hair journey, as well as a candid conversation about bridal styling and what you need to know when you're booking a stylist for your big day. This episode is sponsored by me. (laughs) Have you visited the Stylist Diaries online store yet? Head to thestylistdiaries.com to shop select jewelry from local Calgary designer AH Designs DIY, Stylist Diaries merch, and custom qualities apparel. Thanks for listening and happy shopping. Okay, I'm hanging with Magella. Hi, Magella. How are you today? Hey, I'm good. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. Um, So to start off, could you just tell us a little bit about your journey in the hair industry? For sure. I'm so excited to be on here as well. (laughs) Well, I actually went to hair school just two years after I graduated high school. I was serving at the time and I figured if I didn't do something with myself, I'd probably stay serving because I made so many good tips. (laughs) I'm the same way. (laughs) Right? Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I've been a stylist now for 14 years and Um, I've known that I wanted to be a stylist since I was in grade three. I was like sitting in this like ditch at my elementary school trying to braid my Barbie's hair because the boys always used to chase us. So you had to hide in the ditch so that you wouldn't get chased by them. So I just like go there and practice braiding my Barbie's hair like all the time. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) So then when I finally learned it, I was like, yes, this is what I want to be is a hairdresser. So it was kind of funny, but yeah, it's I. It's weird that it's like come to fruition, I guess. But yeah, I've I've actually loved hair forever and like always styled my hair different in high school and played with it so much. So oh yeah, God, I love it. Um, I know <laughs> it's so funny because I think I talked to some stylists that had no idea and kind of just fell into it, and then others that always wanted to be. So I love that you like wanted to be from a little girl. That's amazing. I know. Yeah, I feel like I've talked to people the same way, but. Yeah, I still sometimes I'm like, wow, I'm like still a stylist and, and I still love it. It's like, yeah. That's it's, good. It's good. Yeah. How, how has the journey been like from going to hair school, like right out of high school to now, like kind of maybe tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, I worked in a lot of salons just trying to like find where I fit in and who I fit in with. But I feel like things have changed maybe since 14 years ago or maybe it's just because I do what what I feel is best now and and I'm not really it doesn't depend on who I'm working with or anything it's just I I think it's just the confidence you gain too after being a stylist for so long but um I definitely I liked working in salons I liked being with other people but I just found that I couldn't really find a salon that had the same hair values as I did and really understood me. And I just felt like I didn't always a hundred percent fit in. So I kind of went from salon to salon and then I left doing hair completely for about a year. Mm -hmm. Um, And I actually 
tried moving away to Regina for like last about six months yeah. and it, yeah I was like oh I'm just gonna be a server again like that's fine and then um when I moved back home my clients were like hounding me and hounding me like I hear you're back I saw on Facebook you're back and I'm like I'm not doing hair I was just gonna like do like a desk job for the government while I had kids but yeah it just didn't work out I just everybody was like kept on messaging me and I started doing hair out of my kitchen I remember joking with one of my clients I was like oh yeah for sure I'll totally color your hair in my kitchen and wash you out in the sink and they're like okay when can I come and I was like for real and then I started it just like people kept coming and I'm like what's happening? <laughs> so oh God, amazing. Right. So then I just realized I was like, Hey, I, I think I need to be doing this. <laughs> Definitely meant to be. I know yeah. I, I served for a long time too. And like, I think that's kind of part of like the transition into hair is that like you're, you're working with people and you're working fast and like yes. your hands and the money is yeah. good. So I can yes. see similarities. Yeah. Customer service, like, you know, all that kind of stuff. It totally fits together. Yeah. Okay, so now you own your own salon, right? Yeah, so I ended up, my husband ended up being like, hey, I'm kind of sick of hair being in our kitchen, which I definitely agree sure. with. <laughs> so we um, actually transform a portion of our garage, which is now like a suite as well. So I could always take it over if I wanted to grow my salon, but we made a two-chair salon in there. Oh, perfect. It was actually, sorry, it was actually like a one-chair salon at first. And then I started growing so much that we turned it into a two-chair salon. And do you have somebody else working at your other chair right now? I don't. I've, I've had, like, some people come and go, but it's, I find it's really hard. Like, I, I don't know if it's because I've been doing it for so long, but I find stylists that I feel like I'd be interested coming to my space. I feel like a lot of people are nervous to leave a salon that's, you know, cause mine's in my house. So they're nervous to leave a salon being like, Oh, how am I going to walk-ins? And I'm like, right. It's so, it, for me, I'm like, it's so easy. Like as long as you, you know, put your stuff up on social media or when you're walking around town, you hand out your cards. I was like, you get people all the time, but I understand that. Like that my, when I actually didn't go back to work after my second uh, child, I, my husband was so worried. He's like, how do you know you're going to make enough money? How, like, what does it look like? Nobody's paying mm. you. And like, no, it just, it just works. You just do it. <laughs> like, yeah. Just kind of like came to me. Like it just, I didn't really think about it much. Oh my God. So cool. Do, and do you double book then? Yes. Okay. So that's the thing. So I've had a few assistants, yeah. but it's so hard to find people with the work ethic that like when you're trying to maintain a brand and an image and everything for for your clients it's hard to find somebody that cares about as much as you do 100%. so I kind of always feel like I'm like come on like you just you have to give my client that extra love but I also have a relationship with that client that they don't you know totally so I struggle there but I have there's been times where I've had like five people in my salon at like Christmas time oh my god it'll literally be like four colors on the go and a cut. And I've like called my best friend in sometimes to be like, you need to come help me. Like I need help tonight. I need to get these people in and I need help. And they're like, okay. And they'll just come and help. So. Oh my gosh. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. And I've had my husband like in there helping sometimes, like sometimes everybody's like, go in. 
yeah I feel like our house has just kind of turned into like people are always stopping by anyway and saying hi and you know so they'll be like oh Magella's really busy tonight so we'll come help with the kids and help with the salon it's just like a big like thing it's kind of funny oh my gosh I love that yeah that yeah. Christmas season can kind of get a little hectic I know like even sometimes yeah. you have like three clients in, in our chairs and we're like oh my god how do we <laughs> manage all it, this it's so chaotic and it's so funny because I feel like sometimes people think that your clients are going to feel like you're not caring about them as much or oh you've got too many people here or whatever but I have never once, like, my clients are just like, you're amazing. Like, thank you for doing my hair. I can't believe you fit us all in. Like, thank you for doing that for us. And I'm like, oh, you're welcome. Like, I'm just trying to make sure it all works and happens, right? Mm -hmm. Well, it's so nice that they appreciate that too. And they know that, like, you're working hard to kind of balance everybody. Um, So did you always know that you wanted to be a business owner or did you kind of fall into it? I think when I realized that the salons I was working at, like, so I really like eco-friendly and I actually, I was kind of having issues when I stopped doing hair um, for a few years there with just like, my hands would sometimes go numb and tingly and like, I would get kind of dizzy and like, my eyesight was going weird. And I, I always just thought like, my doctor was like, oh, it's like, um, what are those silent migraines? Yeah. And, and I, when I opened my salon in my house, I just started doing it really slow and I was, I changed all my products to the Kevin Murphy products, Mm -hmm. which are, they're ammonia free, like all their color lines, like ammonia free. And it's all like more natural. It's like honey based and milk based and all that kind of stuff. And I have never, ever had that problem again. So I feel like it could have a lot to do with the, like the products I used to use. They were just so harsh and like, I remember having to put like towels over my clients' faces to tone them because it would sting both of our eyes, you know? And yeah. so I feel like I was like, I don't care if the product costs me more because they're going to be producing a better color for my client and they're going to be healthier for the both of us. But I never really realized how important it was till I did it for myself. But mm-hmm. yeah, I just felt like I had to go do my own thing because that wasn't really working for me. And I knew it was just like, wasn't a good environment, you know? Yeah. Salons are tricky. They really are. Um, I've been having a lot of conversations like, um, here in Calgary, there's a lot of suites like starting to open like studios and stuff. Yeah. Um, So a lot of conversations with people who like see the benefit of going into a suite because then they have the say in their schedule and what products they use and, Um, you know, they don't have to deal with the politics. So um, I'm lucky because I'm in the salon that I really love, but I know that's not always the case. (laughs) I always see like all, all your posts about how much you love where you work. And I like, I do miss sometimes working with an amazing like group, Mm -hmm. but I do feel I get it when I do like my photo shoots and the weddings and stuff. Like you're always working with like planners and photographers and stuff like that so Mm -hmm. I feel like I've like created my own little network that I love but I do look at your post sometimes and I'm like oh like I wish I could just come hang out in your salon for a day (laughs) you're welcome anytime you're in Calgary you can come hang out but it's funny too because like my salon is actually my fourth the fourth salon I've worked at in my career so like Mm -hmm. it took some time to find the right one too yeah yeah Mm-hmm. Um, tell us a little bit about your hair specialties. Okay, so 
I definitely, like, I never thought of myself as a blonde specialist, but I've had a few people come to me um, lately and they're like, oh, I just see all your blondes and the blonde this and blonde that. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, right, maybe I am a blonde specialist because I would say probably like 70% of my clients are blondes. Yeah. So I do feel like I specialize in blondes and I feel like a lot of it actually has to do with the fact that I encourage people to maintain their hair at home the best they can and I feel like I give them like the products to do that at home and the information like that they need to be able to do that so I think that that helps a lot because with blondes like it's so easy for them to be like dry and brittle and break and you know Mm -hmm. so I feel like that's definitely helped with just with my blondes being healthy and happy and wanting to come back and sending new blondes my way Oh my God. I love getting new blondes sent my way. Oh my God. (laughs) And I think that's the thing too, is I actually love doing them. Mm -hmm. Like once you figure out, I feel like once you figure out like toners and all that, you know how I feel like I'm always using a different toner throughout like the year or it's always changing and I'll like be using like particular ones for a little bit formulas. And then I'm like, Oh, the blonde's just getting better. And now it's getting better. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know fun how you just learn your color line and your clients and everything right and there's so many ways to play around with blonde too which I think is so fun because it's so light change it there's subtleties to every blonde yeah I love it so much it's yeah it's so easy to to manipulate and change yeah you want I also feel like a lot of people like to come to me and I never really thought of it because I do work by myself. So I'm not like, um, comparing myself to anybody else, but I work really fast. And I think it's cause I work by myself. I like, I can't always rely on somebody else to help me or to wash my client or to tone or anything. So I've really figured out like ways to create looks for my clients in, in short, like spans of time, I guess, or periods of time. I feel like I've just taught myself how to get create looks and achieve colors as fast as I can but with still having everything that you would had I did it in five hours I think that comes with experience too um like cause you yeah, for sure. point where you your hands are very well trained you know the, you have a muscle memory and like yeah. are able to move um yeah in an efficient way I guess um but yeah that's that's awesome Yeah. And I have so many, I feel like people like that. And if somebody wants to be like, you know, go from like highlights to a global blonde, I'm going to tell them, okay, well we could do that in one service, but I'm going to be booking you for a long time. Or we can do that for, you know, I might book them for like five hours or we can do that in like two sessions. And then we just, I feel like it saves the integrity of their hair so many times too. Mm -hmm. So I usually do say like, let's do this in sessions so yeah. their hair always having time to relax and to for them to like feed it all the good stuff you know all the masks and like conditioning treatments and all that if they need it right yeah oh yeah I'm definitely the same way I had a girl actually asked me the other day she's like can you do like put my whole head in foils and I was like well yeah I can put your whole head in foils but I'm gonna charge you for it so you're better yeah. off <laughs> to just kind of break it up every one so yeah I think that's it is I've really moved people towards like if you want something book with me like three appointments like let's see what your hair can handle let's see what it can take while 
maintaining the integrity of your hair, you know? Um, yeah. Okay, I want to switch gears because I really wanted to chat with you about bridal because you're so talented at bridal and I really love <laughs> bridal too. So I feel like it's a good conversation to have. Um, yeah, so I definitely thought it would be cool to bring you on to talk about bridal. Um, how long have you been doing bridal for? Um, so pretty much right when I left hair school, the salon I worked in, everybody else was like intimidated or they weren't interested in bridal. So I had a few people come in and they're like, can you do this for me? And I was like, sure, like, let's do a trial and see what happens. So I just started right out of hair school and I would do trials and I had, it was crazy. I remember I had somebody come in and they wanted, um, Oh my gosh, why can't I think of it right now? Um, those waves, like the old school waves. The Hollywood wave. Yes, and they wanted it. And, and I remember everybody in the salon's like, well, we can't do that. Like, no, we can't do that. And I was like, I'll try. And she was like, really? And I was like, yeah. And so she was so excited. She sent so many people my way and it turned from like wedding styling to also party styling or like going out styling. Yeah. So it just, but then it just built my clients and then it builds your confidence, right? Oh my gosh. Cool. Just by saying like, Hey, I'll try it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you love about weddings? Oh, there's like so much I love about weddings actually. Um, I just feel like it's so nice to be able to come in like you get to meet the bride first. So usually for like a trial. So usually, you know, them and you've like talked to them a few times and it's just nice to, I usually go to onsite and it's like, you walk in and people are happy. They're like excited. The bride might be a bit nervous, but you can come in and kind of like calm her nerves with like, just knowing that she's going to have like this beautiful, like hairstyle. Like it's like her vision that you get to bring to life with like, you know, the makeup artist and the photographer and you know, the venue, everything. And I just think that that's so amazing. Like these people are probably going to have these pictures up for the rest of their life on their walls, you know, like that's really mm -hmm. cool. But it's just, I don't know. I just, I almost get butterflies. Like it's just so exciting for me. Yeah. It's such an exciting day. I yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you usually do offer the uh, on location bridal service? Yeah. I feel like I do mostly on location. I've only had a few brides come to my place. And I mean, I totally offer it. Like, you anybody's more than welcome to come to my place. And if, like, my suite's available, they can use my suite to get ready or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but I find a lot of people are usually getting ready in a hotel and then getting pictures and getting picked up. Or sometimes it's, like, right on the venue location. So, yeah. 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 I would say, yeah, I, I think, well, a lot of my weddings this year have actually been changed to next year, but a, most of them yeah. are on location. Yeah, same here. You come to their house so that they can like, you know, make breakfast as a family and have their mimosas and oh, for sure, make it the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. So, if a bride wants to book you for hair services, um, how far in advance does she need to book? Okay, so it totally changes all the time. Like, like you said, so many of this year's weddings actually move to next year. So, like, sometimes I'll be booked. Like next year, I'm pretty much fully booked. I always tell brides to reach out at any point in time. Like I had a bride reach out to me two weeks ago and I did her wedding on Thursday because I guess they like just decided to elope and, and the person who was actually going to do their hair, it just didn't work out. 
So she reached out to me and I was like, oh, on a Thursday? Like, I'm totally free. So I took it on right away. So you just never know. And sometimes weddings, you know, people like switch times or if it's early enough, I can also do two weddings in one day. Okay. That's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I have not attempted that yet, but I'm sure that it's possible. <laughs> it, it, it is, especially if they're like in around the same location yeah. or I've just, I've like started some weddings super early just so that I could get both weddings in. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. I have a couple more questions about bridal, but um, mm-hmm. if a bride wants to incorporate flowers or a veil um, into her hairstyle for a big day, what are your recommendations? So I usually say if it's something big, like, I mean, if it's just like little flowers or like baby's breath, stuff like that, it's fine. But if it's something bigger, like a crown or like a big flower or, or, you know, if there's like a piece of jewelry that's a little bit heavy, you're going to want to bring that to your trial because not everybody's hair can hold that, you know? So you need to make sure, cause there's different ways to go about it too, where you can, you can help the hair hold it, or you can ask the florist to put something else on it to make it easier. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I always just say like, bring it to the trial if, if it's something you really want. I've had tons of people even bring in like their full flower crowns mm-hmm. and I'll tell them like for their trial, why don't you just come on like the day of your shower or your stagette or like a big event that you're doing for your wedding and then you can wear that crown and your hair out, you know? Yeah. I usually do that too. I'm like, well, I'll come in on your bridal shower because you might as well like yeah. have it up to you or whatever. Yeah. And just like coordinate with the makeup artist and then they feel so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I want, definitely want to ask you about pricing. So mm-hmm. what's your bridal service menu like and how much do you usually charge for bridal services? I, I have actually quite a big menu because there's a lot of add-ons. Um, but like bride is usually $250 with, with a trial mm-hmm. and, and anyone else is $150. So like mothers or bridesmaids. Yeah. And Flower Girls is a tough one because is it going to be somebody who's like four years old or is it going to, you know, is their hair super thick, long, like you never know. Or is it somebody who's like 12, like it's totally changes. Mm -hmm. So I usually just do it by the hour. Okay. So like how much time it takes you to do the Flower Girls hair? Yeah, exactly. Like I've charged like $40 before because I've barely done anything or I've charged like, I've charged full price too, like the 120, right? Or 150. Um, but then there's add-ons, like if you are wanting me to put in like a bunch of flower work or something like that, or if you're wanting extensions, or if you're wanting me to put in extensions before, or if I'm working with extensions that I find are like difficult to work with, that's going to take me longer. So usually anything that's going to take me a lot longer is is just going to be an add-on. Oh, that's interesting. So like even if, um, let's say they do like clip-in extensions or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, I'll charge more. So clip and extensions, I'll usually charge like 50 bucks. What about if someone wants like just styling? Like, do you have a styling rate? Yeah. Like if they want styling, like at, um, like when I'm at the venue. Yeah. Or like just their hair curled or something. Yeah. I would still charge. It would probably be like 120 minimum. Yeah. I just did a blowout on Thursday and I charged her 120. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I mean, same thing. It depends on their hair. Like she had short hair and it was a little bit finer. So 
I think outcomes. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise you're still getting like a full style, like everybody else. Right. So yeah, exactly. Do you have mm -hmm. any tips or tricks for dealing with difficult brides or difficult members of the bridal party? Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they're usually difficult cause they're just stressed out. Yeah, for sure. You know, so I always feel like letting them know that they can completely trust me, like leading up to that day helps a lot. Mm -hmm. um, I'm pretty stern. Like I've had some people try and switch their style or their bridesmaid style as I've already done like two bridesmaids and then they want to switch it. And I'm like, okay, nope. but what that you actually want? Because I can, I can change a look pretty easily without taking this whole style out. And, and that's just not going to work. Like, you know what I mean? So I, I just feel like I'm pretty honest with my own limits and capabilities. So I feel like that gives me the confidence to comfort the bride and make her feel like it's okay. Like, okay, she knows that it's good. So it's going to be good. And you know, mm -hmm. you have to remember that you are also like, you're the stylist, you know, what's best, you know, what's going to work, what's not going to work. And you're in charge of your time during that day and not, you know, messing up the makeup artist times or anything like that. Right. Yeah. So you have to like have the confidence, I think, to just own that. Yeah. Have you ever had anyone try to like squish in an extra service? Yeah, for sure. And I just tell them that I'm charging. I, so I charge them whatever that service is. And then I charge them $50 on top of that because oh, they're squeezing. Yeah. That's smart. Cause like, well, cause then I'm like, you're not really prepared for it. So it, it can throw you off sometimes or it can throw off your timing. And now you're there for longer and you just, you don't know, especially if you haven't met that person too. So you're like, I just charge extra. That's actually smart. Um, yeah, mm -hmm. I've had that happen before too, where someone's like, oh, well, you know, I'm not down for hair, but can you do my hair? And I'm like, yeah, I can yep. do your hair, but like talk to your friend, the bride, because yep. I'm going to be giving her the bill at the end and your hair is going to be included in that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. I always am like, just make sure that it's okay with everybody. That's going to work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so when you're like booking yourself off on probably usually a Saturday or Sunday for mm -hmm. uh, bridal service, do you take a deposit? Yeah, I take 50% deposit yeah. before I will actually book the date. Um, I just feel like I say, I mean, I say it's non-refundable, but I, there's always different circumstances, but <laughs> the reason why I would say it's non-refundable is because the amount of time that you're putting in, you're usually not, you're not just talking to the bride once. You're usually talking to her multiple times. Sometimes you're talking to some of the bridesmaids. Sometimes you're talking to the party planner or the venue to plan everything. And I just feel like that, like, that's a lot of time that you're putting in. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. And then it covers you too, because God forbid there's a situation where they don't get married or they change their mind or whatever, then you at least got 50% of it. If they canceled, let's say on you the week of or something like that. That's exactly it. Like I've already booked that time off now for you and somebody else could have booked in there. So it's not, it's really not fair, you know? So yeah, I definitely make sure that I take enough that I'll be comfortable walking away. And I feel like, like I said, every situation is different, but you know, I, I actually have only had like, uh, I think I've only had like two people cancel and neither one of them have ever even questioned their deposit back. 
Yeah. Okay. Do you ever screen bridal clients? Like depending on what they're looking for and what you offer, like, would you ever, um, turn down a wedding if it maybe wasn't your vibe or anything like that? Yeah, hundred percent. I, um, I definitely like, I just have my regular questions that I ask. So like what locations your wedding at, like what's, what kind of style is it? And then I want to see like pictures of what they're looking for. Um, and, and I feel like in that conversation, you get a vibe mm-hmm. and it, it has, it has to work. Like I have to feel a good vibe. Otherwise I just won't do it because I just feel like if you're not on the same page, like it's not going to be good for her, for her or for you. Right. So you just need to be on the same page. And I always tell them to go check out my work as soon as they get a hold of me. I'm like, Hey, have you checked out my page? Some people have, some people haven't. And I'm like, can you, like, you have to go take a look before, um, basically before I'll carry on with the conversation for them. Yeah. You have to make sure that you're the right stylist for them and they're the right client for you. Yeah, exactly. Like I know I have a style. I mean, anybody could come to me and bring me a photo and I know I can create that look, but when I do hair, I want to enjoy what I'm doing and I definitely have a style. And if somebody came to me and wanted like this super perfect look where I'm a little bit more lived in mm-hmm. of a style, I, it, I just wouldn't be excited about the end result. So I wouldn't want to do that for somebody. Yeah. Feel that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so as far as bridal goes, what are your books looking like for the rest of the year and into next year? Um, I'm actually completely booked. Um, I've had a lot of people reach out. I'm super surprised. I can't believe how many people have reached out this year. Um, even with COVID, like a lot of people are deciding to elope and have really small weddings. Um, which I love because I totally thought this year was like, I wasn't doing any weddings, but I have, I've done a few weddings. And I still have people reaching out, which is great. Cause like I said, things can always change, you know, mm-hmm. is moving. Um, I can sometimes fit in multiple people, but it just has to work perfectly. So I do say technically I'm booked, but reach out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what's next for barrel hair co. Um, so over COVID, I kind of realized that, I don't know. I think I just realized that I have clients that I appreciate so much that have been with me for so long and I know how much they appreciate me. And I just really want to be able to spend my time with them and they allow me to create, like be creative and I can show them my vision. And most of them are going to say, yes. I mean, of course my vision is going to be within their means or, or a look that is going to suit them. But I really just wanted to scale back a few of my clients and just focus on my clients that I have a real big connection with Yeah. so that I feel like I can do the best work that I can. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of want to create like a brand and an image where people are like, oh, that's, that's Carol Herco's hair, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. So Yeah, I just feel like I can produce the best work when I have clients in my chair that allow me to and yeah just always making sure that I'm environmentally friendly too because I just feel like there's so much going on in this world and I just want to do my bit the best that I can for sure okay I want to move into these questions from our followers but before we do that do you Mm -hmm. want to maybe plug your Instagram and just let us know um, where the listeners can find you yeah it is at uh, barrel hair co 
on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. I'm definitely most active, um, on my Instagram page and then I am low, like my actual salons in Brentwood Bay. So Brentwood Bay, um, British Columbia. Yes. Oh, I'm jealous. <laughs> okay. Let's move into these questions. I have, um, four questions left here for you. Um, okay. first one up, what is your favorite beauty product? Oh, wow. My favorite beauty product. Well, I personally, I can't go without dry shampoo. So like, I have to say my favorite is the Kevin Murphy dry shampoo or it's called mm -hmm. fresh hair because the only one that doesn't leave buildup in my hair and I really don't like buildup and I don't like reapplying it halfway through the day. Oh my God, me either. Oh. I love dry shampoo. I'm obsessed. <laughs> and, like, like it's, I, I don't know if it's actually my favorite, but it's the one that I can't live without. So it's got to be my favorite. <laughs> you have a favorite hair product, so you could pull one more product in if you wanted to. Yeah. Okay. So I'm actually, it, so it's always rotating for me because I'm kind of always rotating my products depending on the time of year, everything like that, you know? So, um, and like what shape my hair is in right now, my favorite is the shimmer me blonde by Kevin Murphy. And it like, it adds so much shine. And then it's amazing for like updos. It's amazing when your hair is down. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty much just really obsessed with it. And it smells so good and it repairs your hair for like 24 hours while it's on. Oh my God. Amazing. I'm going to have to. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's so good. It's so good. Um, what is the best thing about being a mom? Oh my gosh. <laughs> if you can like, something. Right. Like, I think that it's the best thing in the world. Um, I think it's little things like this morning I was still sleeping and my two and a half year old got up before me and she like opened the door so quietly and she just walked in and she just rubbed my face and I like opened my eyes. She's like, I love you, mom. And I was like, Oh, that's uh -huh. amazing. That is the best thing to wake up to. Like, yeah, they're, they just like fill, fill me with so much joy all the time. It's everything about it's amazing. That's so sweet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. And my very last question for you, if you could do any celebrities hair, who would it be? Ooh, that's interesting. A few, I feel like there's a lot of celebs out there, right? Um, <laughs> I don't know why, but like J Lo comes to mind right away. Oh, for sure. I just feel like she likes different styles of hair. You know, she's she's always got something different going on, which I love. Yeah, and I oh, yeah. also love her color, like the creamy caramels, and like oh, so nice. Yeah, she's a babe. Um, yeah. And well, I've actually been like thinking to myself, I was like, I'd be really into doing Pamela Anderson's hair now that she moved to the island. So yeah, I'll Pam. put that out there. <laughs> Pam's going to hit you up. <laughs> right? I hope so. I'm like, come on, like where, where's that Instagram message? <laughs> yeah, just slide into yeah. DMs. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God, that's a great answer. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Magella. I really appreciate you coming on the podcast. I had so much fun chatting with you. Thank you. Me too. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this podcast, please like, rate, and subscribe. You can find me on Instagram at heatherdk_. underscore. Until next time, sending love and light your way.